There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry, and John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boys, Davy Crockett. Coming to you from the D-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread on America. Your host, Don Q. Let's go. All right, how's everybody doing out there today? It is. Thursday, November, November 9th, 2023. <sighs> Trying to get situated here. How's everybody doing out there today? Hope all is well. Uh, yeah, got a little show for you today. It's just something I've been thinking about, and that's pretty much what I do nowadays, right? It's just think about things, and then I bring them to you guys to ponder your thoughts and what you think, and if we can come together and agree on something. Or not, whatever. So, anyway, guys, a uh, couple things. Whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, uh, please make sure you're following the show. You subscribe. It's free. There's no Patreon. I don't have time for all that bullshit. Just listen to the free show. Help a brother out. And if you're on Apple or Spotify, if you could leave me a five-star and possibly a review. Like I said, if I start getting some reviews, I'll start reading them. So, hello. I know you guys are listening. My most downloaded app is is Apple, so you're on there. Hit the button. I've noticed a couple of ratings. I've been getting some more five stars, but no one's saying anything. I, I'd really like. I really would like to hear what you guys have to say. So if you could please, please just take a minute out of your day. You're listening to the show. Leave me a review. I know they're not all bangers. They're not all hundred percent. But I do do some good do do. He said do do. I know I do do some good shows, some good stuff. And I'm just like y'all. I'm just a regular dude. You know, my old tagline, right? It's to do with a full-time job and a part-time podcast. I'm just here to to voice the opinion of the, of the real American, the real man, the real woman. Not I'm not getting paid to do this. I'm just here doing the thing. You know what I'm saying? So just if you could do that for me, it'd help me out a lot. Also, if you're on social media, you can find us at Don't Trend on America on Facebook, Instagram, uh, True Social, and the uh, Ticker Talker. 
Ticker Talker is strictly dr uh, drink videos only. So if you want to learn how to make some drinks and see this pretty mug, you can go there. Don't tread on America on TikTok. I did a show. TikTok's not bad, guys. It, any social media can be bad for you if you let it. So don't believe the hype. Anyway, um, and also on the Twitter X machine at DTOM underscore, underscore 1775. And if you are not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. From each of those situations, you can message me directly if you have any questions, concerns, ideas, so on and so forth. You can hit me up on any of those entities. Also, all of those entities plus the podcast app you're listening on, you can check out the DTOM store, guys. Christmas is right around the corner. I'm telling you, you order something today. Today's Thursday. You'll have it by next Friday. Guarantee you. Well, I shouldn't say that. I don't make the stuff, so I can't necessarily guarantee you. But the way things have been going for people that have ordered stuff, it's been about a week. So I'll say that about that. All righty. So I was thinking about all of this crap that's going on with Israel and Palestine, and the Palestine people, and the Muslims, and the Jews, and the, the white people, and the brown people, and the not-quite-so-brown people, and the, the American government, and the, the world forums, and the UN, and NATOs, and everyone that's fucking around with all these people over there. Because essentially, that's what it is. So, okay, while I'm at work today, or during, I shouldn't just say today, I've been thinking about this since yesterday, oddly enough. But when I'm working... And I'm sure you guys are the same way. What is on my table there? Anyway. <laughs> Squirrel! While I'm working, you know, I just, I think. And I, I listen to other podcasts and I, you know, steal shamelessly from them. No, I don't do that. But I listen to what they're saying and, and you know, what they're talking about. I kind of go down a different route of what they're saying. And it's almost like <laughs> sometimes I find myself talking to the podcast like oh you, sh you should say this or you should say that and so I'm like well fuck it I'll say this and I'll say that so here we go so with all of this stuff that's been going on now for a month right this started October 7th today's the 9th so a little over a month this has been going on and recently we see all of this stuff going on in this country, and I'm sure the, I know, I shouldn't say I'm sure, I know there's things happening in other countries in Europe and whatnot as far as protest and, and whatnot, but I'm going to talk about what's going on here in America because, you know, don't try in America, right? And I, I, I hate to say this, but there is a large majority of this country that are just stupid morons and followers of all type i'm not just talking about these people protesting i'm talking about people like me people not like me people older than me people younger than me people in college people in high school people they're just stupid and they're followers and you know and i don't mean this crash because or crass crass because i'm a follower i follow certain situations i do things i follow things that I like and I do and football teams and baseball teams and I listen to other podcasts I listen to certain things and I like what those people have to say and I follow them right that's what we all do we all do it the difference is when it comes to these situations with this Palestine Palestinian uh, Israel 
situation. Now, I voiced my opinion on the whole situation. And sometimes you might listen to what I'm saying. And like I've told you before, I had this conversation with a person and they took it like I was supporting Hamas. And I'm not supporting Hamas as much as I'm not supporting the IDF. I support the people of Gaza, the Palestinian people. And I support the Jewish people. I don't support the governments or the rulers or the leaders or the whatever you want to call them in that area. And here's the thing. Peoples get outraged on one side or the other, whatever side you're on. And you really shouldn't be on any one side. You should be on the side of the, the innocent people, the civilians, the people that don't have anything to do with this. Now, yeah, I know there's bad actors and civilians. There's people that might try to do something as a civilian. I get that. But the majority of the people are just innocent bystanders on both sides. And it shouldn't be a situation of, I support Palestine, but the Jews need to go. Well, you're you're not helping. You're not helping the situation. You should be like, I support Palestine, and I support the people of Israel, maybe not the government of Israel, that's fine. But what happens is, I'm sorry, there was a fuzz. <laughs> the news media, whether you listen to certain podcasts or you know talk radio or, or news on the television, there's so much one-sidedness to everything. And you hear a lot of these people calling for the uh, I don't want to say they're calling for the death of whatever but they're making their argument for Israel okay and the problem with that is people that you're talking to misunderstand the message then you get these protests and protest as bad as the, that is and, I, and like I said this is a all these protests you see especially in this country and I'm assuming it's probably the same overseas these are being put on by paid agitators the, if if you lived in this country for the last five years you cannot tell me that any of these protests that you're seeing in this country aren't eerily similar to what happened during George Floyd and all those other situations the, num- the numbers are a lot bigger. That's true. But we're, we're sowing a, a division of hate between, and, it, and this happened during BLM and all this stuff. And it's interesting to see some of the people that are supporting Hamas because they're ignorant. They don't know what they're doing or who they're supporting. They think they're supporting the people, but they're really not there was an interesting video. I don't know if you know who Billboard Chris is. Um, but there was an interesting video I saw the other day where some Antifa people came up to these. There was a, so a couple of Palestinian women. And they were kind of... Billboard Chris, he just kind of stands there. He don't really say anything. He has a billboard and it says whatever he has to say. And some Antifa Tifa guys come up and start saying how... Uh, this guy doesn't believe that... Uh, people should be able to choose your, their gender and so on and so forth. And, and these girls are Palestinian. They're Muslim. They're like, that's right. They shouldn't. You're born a woman. You're born a man. You're born, you know, because that's what that religion believes. And I think it, it would be interesting that if a lot of these people that are protesting for that 
side, they would find out that their kind isn't wanted. Like if you were a LGBTQ whatever person or a trans or, you know, I don't know all the acronyms or whatever, and went over there, see how long you would live. And I'm not doing that to scare you and I'm not doing that to piss you off. I'm doing that to tell you that everything that you're doing, that these people, these young people are doing in, on the streets and college campuses where they're threatening Jewish students, these, these kids that are going to school, they might be Jewish, they don't have a fucking thing to do with what's going on over there. And it's the media and it's the people in the media that's doing this. They're causing, they don't think, they don't, maybe they know they're doing it. But it's almost like they don't realize they're doing it, but they're doing it. And when you when you are so one-sided on your news coverage, and I'm not pointing any fingers at one particular company. I'm talking about all of the motherfuckers. I'm talking about Fox, CNN, MSN, all of them. All of them. And all your mainstream uh, talk radio people that probably are on Fox or CNN or wherever, might have a talk show, they might do a podcast. I'm not pointing the fingers at any one of these people. But most of those people, whether they're a man, woman, whatever, and if they're doing a podcast, they're probably making a pretty good living doing said podcast. And or they're on a TV news channel of some sort. Or they're also on a radio station. So their job is dependent upon what they say and how they say it. So understand that, that whenever you hear the words that these people are saying, they may or may not actually mean it, but they're being told to say it because if you guys haven't noticed, it, it seems, and I'm not, and maybe I'm ignorant to the fact, but it seems like ever since Obama has been president, there has been a great divide in this country and it's all based around stuff that me or you have nothing to do with but we're stoked by the by the embers of the news media and social media and whatever and we allow that to control our emotions in the meantime we're also being preached about dei right diversity uh equity and inclusion you know, and you if you work at a company that's like a, a national company, like they're a main company of some, of some sort. I mean, they don't even have to be, uh, let's say they're a Fortune 500 company, okay? There's a good chance you've had classes on these things at one time or another. It might not be a constant thing, but at one time or another, you probably have had a class on this. So, where... <laughs> Where in everything that's going on right now, like we talk about, you know, over the past, this past year, you know, we've talked about uh, Dylan Mulvaney and Bud Light and, you know, uh, trans this and cross-dressing that and gay this and gay that, right? And we talked about how we are told, the regular American that may or may not believe in that stuff, that you have to accept this. You have to be diverse. You have to have equity. You have to have inclusion. Not just in your job, but in your daily life. How many times have you told that? How many times? And if you, I'm 50 years old. Okay, I'm drinking. I'm drinking bourbon. Shocker. I'm 50 years old. And in my lifetime, you say things, you do things. You might not act on those things, but you might be hanging around with your buddies and you say certain things and you talk about certain people and you say certain words. 
you know, we talked about the Transifesto the other day when Chris was here. And this person who was a trans man or whatever, I, I don't know the terminology and I'm not trying to be rude. I just don't know. And I don't care to know because I don't give a shit about DEI. I don't. Because DEI doesn't give a shit about me, the white man. And that's the truth. If you can't handle that, then I don't know what to tell you, but that's the truth. If you're a white man in this country, DEI is not for you. And if I'm wrong, hit me up on Twitter or uh, Facebook or hit me up on the email. I already gave you all the stuff. Um, Links are also at the bottom of the podcast app. But you cannot sit here and tell me that you might have said the you know faggot you might have said called someone a faggot or a dick or a pussy or cunt or fag or whatever you know we all said that shit we might even still say it okay now you say that stuff and you literally can get in trouble for saying it you had this trans man whatever shoot up the school back in uh, march that was a a trans Man, so she was a woman that was becoming a man or whatever, I don't know. Calling these white kids crackers. This white lesbian, I guess for lack of a better term, is calling these white kids crackers and faggots. Well, I'm sorry, but what are you? And, um... You know, like I said, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to wrap my head around all of this stuff. We are preached to about diversity, equity, and inclusion, but we're surrounded by none of that. And point in case, case in point, you have situations in college campuses and on the streets throughout this country where... Jewish citizens, students are being harassed and beaten up by these people that if you, if that Jewish student or if I, just a regular old white dude, went up to those people and did the things they're doing to these Jewish citizens, I would get arrested for a hate crime. So why aren't they? They might get arrested if they get caught. They might get arrested for like battery or whatever but battery is one thing simple battery armed battery you know those are all simple terms but you add hate crime to it it takes it to another level and the the label of this show is going to be hate crime no is going to be dei has gone to die and from this point forward if anyone ever spouts to me about diversity, equity, and inclusion and how we have to do whatever, I'm going to call bullshit on the whole thing. So, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little dive into the intersection of diversity, equity, and inclusion with the political landscape, exploring how these principles intersect with the ideologies of Democrats and Republicans. So, to start, let's clarify what DEI stands for and, and its importance. So, diversity, equity, and inclusion are the principles aimed at fostering a more inclusive and equal society, embracing differences, dismantling barriers that hinder marginalized groups. Now, how do these groups align 
with the two major political parties in the United States. Democrats and Republicans, right? So on the surface, both parties express commitment to equality. Or equity, I should say. But, um, but their approaches are different. And their priorities often uh, differ. So with the Democratic Party, they have historically championed social justice and equal rights policies such as affirmative action, health care reform, LGBTQ plus rights align with the DEI principles. However, critics argue that some measures may lead to reverse discrimination or compromise mediocrity. So what does that mean? I don't know. I'm asking. No, I'm joking. So, and the funny thing about that is, if you look at the history of the Democratic Party, and I'm not talking recent history, and I'm not even going to say Civil War history, but if you simply go back as far as 60 years ago, go back to the early 60s, late 50s, early 60s, it was the Democratic Party who was against, uh, you know, I don't, uh, I want to say merging, and I know that's not the right word, but mixing schools. Like before you had black schools, you had white schools. Uh, integration. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, they were against integrating schools, elementary school, high school, colleges. And not all of them, but a lot of them were, especially in the Deep South. But yet now this is the party teaching me or telling me and you and whoever else that we have to be this way. But you weren't that way 60 years ago. Maybe those people that are there now weren't, but whatever. That's not the point. Republicans emphasize individual liberties and a merit-based system. They believe that a colorblind approach focusing on equal opportunities rather than outcomes is a key to a fair society. However, critics argue that this may overlook look, uh, systematic or systemic, I should say, issues that contribute to in, uh, inequity, inequality. Now, what, is, what does that all mean? So, with the Democrats, they argue these situations, but it causes or it may lead to reverse discrimination. So, what is that? That means that if you're so focused, and let's take it to, a, to your job place, for example. If, if your job is focused on hiring or promoting or whatever uh, diversity, through diversity and equity and inclusion, they, let's say you have three candidates. You have a white man, a white woman, and a black female or man, whatever. All three of those people are equally qualified. They all have time in with the company. They all went to college. They all have a degree in some sort. They've got good records through work. They're everything. Everything's the same except for the color and gender of their bodies. Nine times out of ten... I hate to say this, but you know as well as I do, the black person is going to get the job. And it is what it is. There's your reverse discrimination. And I don't like the word reverse discrimination. Discrimination is discrimination. There's no label. When you look up the, the definition of discrimination, it doesn't say when a white man discri <laughs> discriminates against a black man. It doesn't say that. It says when one race discriminates against another. Period. Not white against black. It's just period. Race versus race. 
So when you have the, you hear people say, oh, it's reverse uh, racism. No, it's, it's racism. It's just racism. It's just discrimination. There's no reverse. It's just, it is what it is. By implying that there is a reverse discrimination or a reverse racism, you're implying that only white people can be racist or discriminant. And that's not true. I personally, in my lifetime, have seen plenty of black people be discriminative or racist towards white people or towards Hispanic people or towards Asian people. I've seen it with my own two eyes. I've also seen white people be the same way. I've also seen, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, Arab or, you know, Middle Eastern people be racist towards black people and white, you know, they, not for nothing, if you don't know this, but Middle Easterners don't care much for uh, black folks. I mean, so, and Asians are the same way. But there's no reverse racism. It's just racism. Now, I personally, obviously, being more conservative, agree with the merits-based system. And what that means is that if you, man, woman, white, black, Hispanic, Asian, whatever you are, you know, lesbian, gay, trans, whatever, whatever you are, you should be promoted or given the job based on your merit. What have you done to deserve said job? You know, and that, and I don't see anything wrong with that. And if you're a person of color or a person of a gender situation, and you think that, oh, that white guy got the job over me because he's a white dude and I'm a black man or I'm a trans man or I'm whatever. Then that's your problem. Maybe you should look at what you've done with your life and what you've done at the job and what you've done to earn something. And that's, and that's the, the truth of the matter. But we're constantly bombarded by the double standards. And now, if, if, if it hasn't made it more clear, look at the double standard that's going on with Israel and Palestine. So, um, the, whenever, whenever we talk, and you've probably seen it and you've heard it on other podcasts, when people talk, and I've, I've done it myself, we talk about the violent history between these two areas. Now, we can't say nations because Palestine's not technically a country. It's a region. Um, the Palestinians in Gaza and the West Bank and in Israel all live under various regimes of organized discrimination and oppression. Much of which makes, that, makes uh, life nearly unlivable. And in the U.S., and if the U.S. media can't even frame... I know that sun's coming right in the back window. It's blind to me. Frame the issue correctly. What use is there in even covering? It is not just laziness either. The reflective identification with Israel by both the U.S. media professionals and politicians always obscures a fuller picture of what's happening between Israel and Palestine's, Palestinians. On October 7th, the National Security Council spokesperson Adrian Watson stated that the U.S. unequivocally condemns 
the unprovoked attacks by Hamas terrorists against Israel's civilians. Every one of us must stand up and denounce the killing of civilian Israel or Palestinian or otherwise. But Watson's use of the word unprovoked is not is doing a lot of work here. What exactly counts as a provocation? Not apparently the large number of settlers, more than 800 by one media account, who stormed the Al-Aqsa Mosque compound on the 5th of October. Not the 248 Palestinians killed by Israelis forces or settlers between January 1st and October 4th of this year. Not the denial of Palestinian human rights and national aspirations for dec- decades. Now, I've said, told you this before, that this whole situation that broke out on October 7th, the way, the way we're being told about this is that this is all brand new. And I said nothing about this is new. This isn't uh, February of 22 or whenever it was that Russia went into Ukraine. That Even that wasn't, to me, wasn't totally shocking because of the history of what had been happening over the last eight years in that area. But this has been going on for a long time. So, and I've asked the question... And why are we so blind to the facts? Why are we so stupid as a world? I'm not even going to say as a country because this is going on all over the world. To not realize that this isn't new. What happened on October 7th was more of a reaction by Palestinians for what Israelis had done. And vice versa. It's constant back and forth. One side does something, the other side retaliates. It's been going on like this for years. So I've asked the question, why is this wall-to-wall coverage news? And quite frankly, I'm getting sick to cover it. And and, and, and I'll be honest with you. Barring any major situation coming out of this, I'm probably done talking about Palestine and Israel. Because that's what quote-unquote, they want us to do. They want it to be topic news. It's starting to fade a little bit on the news, but it's still getting a lot of coverage because they want to have people hate each other for no reason. For the most part, the majority of the people that are protesting and marching and saying all these things probably couldn't even find Gaza on a map, to be honest. Couldn't find Israel or Gaza on a map, For to be honest with you. And they don't even know why they're doing it other than they're being told to do it. So, such actions and provocations without endorsing further murderous violence against civilians. But if you watch only U.S. news, you would, likely, you would be likely to presume that Palestinians always act while Israel only reacts. You might even think Palestinians are the ones colonizing the land of Israel, no less And you probably believe that Israel, which holds ultimate control over the lives of 5 million Palestinians in the West Bank and Gaza, and yet denies them the right to vote in Israeli elections, is a democracy. To be considered a political being, you must have the very least be considered a human being who gets to count as human. I... um, 
what is this? I have ordered a complete siege of the Gaza Strip. There will be no electricity, no food, no fuel. Everything is closed. We are fighting human animals, and they are acting, and we are acting accordingly. This is from the Defense Minister, Yov Gallant. Human animals, he says. How can such language and an announced policy of collective punishment against all residents of Gaza be seen by Israel supporters in the U.S. or elsewhere be as defensible? And and that's the question I've been asking. <laughs> what does what Hamas is doing? And granted, I'm not saying that these guys are angels by any stretch of the imagination. Yes, they deserve to be punished. But you are punishing the people of Palestine. And that's the old argument of war, I guess. And that's the fog of war. That's what I talked about a couple of weeks ago. And if we, if this country, the United States, was to get into a war with China or Russia or whatever, you and I, the civilians of this country, would pay the consequences. And is that fair? Is that fair to me or you? Um, I don't think so. And the interesting thing, so this I saw today on, on Twitter or X, whatever. So one of your biggest corporations in this country that focus on DEI and ESG and whatever is BlackRock. They are a majority stakeholder in a lot of different companies. Well, interestingly enough, today Hamas supporters occupy the BlackRock building and uh, this is what they had to say while they were doing it. So that was some protesters in the lobby of BlackRock. I'm assuming that was in New York. And they're yelling, BlackRock, you can hang. We charge you with genocide. Because a company like BlackRock is behind a lot of the news media, a lot of the um, industrial, the military industrial complex, and all of this stuff. Everything that's going on here is being funded and driven by corporations. Now, I said, yeah, well, news media, blah, blah, blah. news media is controlled by these corporations. These people that are talking are controlled by these corporations. Now, people that know me personally might be listening to this, the, the handful that I know personally that actually listen to this. And maybe you're thinking, man, Don, he's really on point. He's really coming a long way with this podcast. And, and I'm not to toot my own horn and make me sound like I'm something that I'm probably not, but... I occasionally will listen to this my own podcast just to hear my voice because I love it. No, I'm joking. Just to hear how how I size up to your more mainstream podcast. My my audio, what I'm talking about, my cadence, my uh, does it sound like I'm reading? Does it sound like I'm trying to search for words? Am I actually coming out with ideas or am I just like, hey, how's it going? I'm here today. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to... I'm trying to learn, I'm not a radio person, I'm trying to learn how to speak to you guys with, in keeping you engaged, 
Okay. So I, <laughs> I told you on November 5th. So I did, did a show about, uh, the Guy Fox uh, day in, in England. Well, I did one like two years ago and it was short, you know, I'd only been doing the show for like eight or nine months. I listened to that show and I was like, yeah, I can't replay this because I sound, <laughs> I was like, Hey guys, how's it going? And if you've listened to the show for a long time, maybe you haven't noticed because if you listen to every episode, you might not pick up on the sound difference, the, the way I do things. I very, very little editing and I'm not trying to, like I said, not trying to toot my own horn. I'm not better than everyone else. I'm not saying that. But I was listening to a podcast today, and I'm not even going to tell you who it was because whatever. And I'm listening to it, and I'm like, damn, did they just repeat the last 20 minutes of what they said 20 minutes ago? And I'm sure they didn't repeat it. It had to be an editing error. So they, there was something that was said when they were recording that they said, okay, mark the time down, and we need to go back and edit that. But they either didn't went too far. I don't know what they did, but because I do that myself. So when I first started this job, not to get off the, off the subject, but I'd do a show and I'd go back and listen to the show and listen to the mess up so I can make the edits. So if I did an hour show, it ended up being like a two hour situation where I'm doing the hour show, then an hour of editing. I got wise to say, okay, there's a counter on this recorder. So if I mess up at 37 minutes and 28 seconds, I can write that down and I can make the edit. But in all honesty, I don't do a lot of editing because if I mess up a little bit, then whatever. I'm human. I'm just a regular person, right? But if it's a major mess up or if I get a phone call or whatever, then obviously I got to fix it. But anyway, you have companies out there, major companies in this country that push the DEI on you and me, push the ESGs, but yet these people, these I don't want to say they're all Palestinian because I can see what colors they are, but whatever. <laughs> DEI is, is really fading. You can't sit there and talk about these things. And then, because these people, these young people that are protesting, okay, the way I'm, I'm going to look through their eyes for a second. Now, some of them were people of color. Some of them were Middle Eastern. They were black. They were white. They were whatever. They are taught, especially younger people nowadays, you're taught that DEI is a thing. They might even be taught that in school as far as I know. But these people don't feel like they're being uh, inclusified. I know that's not a word, but you understand what I'm saying. They're being segregated because of their support of a region. And um, whether they know why or who or what, as long as they're supporting the people of Palestine, I don't really give a crap. As long as they're not saying, yeah, Hamas is number one, then they're misinformed. But it's a constant barrage of... I just think it's kind of funny, in all honesty, that you have companies that, that live or die by the DEI... And then they're being protested against for being racist. That's kind of where I'm going with that. And it's just interesting to me that this country is so blind. You know, in something else, it kind of pissed me off. I got to tell you. So I played the clip from Barack, from Obama the other day where he said about no one's hands are clean and so on and so forth. 
and I've heard it played two different times on one on on a podcast and one on a TV on a on a news show. And like I said, I'm not a fan of Obama by any stretch of the imagination, but I do agree with what he said. And and he said that even his hands weren't clean. It's not like he's blaming Israel or he's blaming Hamas. He's not. He's blaming both sides. He's blaming the U.S. And they played the clip, but they cut. They took parts out of it. And I'm, I'm like, look. So that's why I say to to anyone listening to this, all five of you. No, I'm joking. For the for the for the hundreds and hundreds of oh, for for the for you guys that are listening, whenever you hear a clip. Of something, whoever that clip is, do me a favor. Don't trust that Fox is telling you the truth or that such and such podcast is telling you the truth or CNN is telling you the truth because they all do it. They're going to cut a clip to fit their narrative. Of course, Fox is going to put the thing up there to make it look like Obama's blaming Israel for all this. He wasn't, he blamed both sides. And he said the only victims in this situation were the civilians on both sides. Why can't we just say that that's what it is? But yet, further division of, oh, Obama's a piece of shit. Listen to what he said. Oh, he said it was all Israel's fault. He didn't say that. And like I said, I'm not a fucking fanboy for (laughs) Barack Obama. I'm telling you right now. But the truth is the truth. And we got to quit looking at Democrats and Republicans and sides and listening to what Fox is telling us or what CNN is telling us or what this podcast host is telling us or what, uh, you know, news talk radio is telling us. Do your own research. okay? I try to be as honest as I possibly can because I honestly have nothing to lose here. I am self-funded. I this is a hobby. If, if all of a sudden I lost my podcast, uh, being able to put it out there for you guys, my distribution, then I would probably try and find someone else to dis- distrib- distribute it. And if that didn't happen, then, oh, well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll go back. I'll still work and I'll still do everything else I do. I'll just have a little more time on my hands. So for me to come out here and tell you stuff, yeah, I might be somewhat opinionated. But when I tell you what I tell you, I'm telling you the truth. Okay? When I look up stories, I look up five times. I look it up five different ways. I don't trust, oh, here's what Fox is saying. I'm going with that. I don't do that. Here's what Fox is saying. What is CNN saying? What is this What is this person saying? What is this person? What is this um, independent journalist saying? What is this? Uh, you see what I'm saying? Find, take your time. Don't trust everything that these people are telling you because they're doing it to lie. They're doing it to cause division in this country. All of them are doing it. All of them. All of them. Did you catch me? All of them. And it's not, it's just, it's, I'm getting personally, I'm getting sick and tired of being sick and tired. So, one quick nugget, and I'm going to put a lid on the day. So, today's Thursday. On, uh, today's the 9th. So, what's next Thursday? The uh, 16th, I think. The the government shutdown, the 45-day situation ends next week. So, in the meantime, what are these people doing? What are these people doing? All of them. Republicans, Democrats, I don't give them. What are they doing? So, 
they averted a shutdown 40 you know 40 uh you know whatever it was 38 days ago in the meantime they finally got a speaker elected what have what have they done lately well i saw yesterday sorry i'm getting tired it's time for bed i saw yesterday that they voted to uh cut reduce uh pete buddha judges wages down to a dollar okay for whatever reason i i don't care i'm not even going to look the, up the reason i don't care i don't care that they did it whatever what are you doing about the government shutdown it's almost like they don't even care like that's another thing like what's going on here and this is what i propose they also tried to pass um where they defunded essentially uh, Kamala Harris's office and dumped her pay down to a dollar. You know what I say? I say if you guys, Republicans, Democrats, I don't care what state you're from, I don't care if you're my congressman in my district, I don't give a shit. If you guys, and I don't care if my personal congressman that's in my district says, but Don, I, I've tried, I've been doing this and I've been doing that, I don't give a fuck. You are all guilty by association. Okay, and if you guys can't get your shit together and get this fucking country on track, then your guys's pay needs to be dumbed down to a dollar. All of you on in the Senate and in the Congress, you guys want to play stupid ass reindeer games. Fuck that. I'm getting sick and tired of paying three fifty a fucking gallon for gas. And that's just in my wife, my wife's car. My car is over four bucks. So I got to use fucking premium. Oh, well, Don, you should have got a car. Okay, whatever. That's not the point. When I bought the car, I was paying two something for premium. And I'm tired of paying $100 for groceries and not getting but one or fucking two bags of shit. I'm sick and tired of having to bust my ass at work and make the most money I've ever made in my life, but it feels like I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Like I'm fucking 20 again. You know, I'm sick and tired of this bullshit. And and it's going to take the 333 million of us that live in this fucking country to tell these motherfuckers that they need to suck a dick, get their asses to fucking work, and get some shit done. Forget about the Republican. Forget about the Democrat. Fucking worry about the Americans in this country. And the fact of the matter that we just had some voting in a couple of states just the other day, and these people in those states still voted some of these stupid motherfuckers in, you know what? I, I don't even know what the answer is anymore. I really don't know. Is all the elections crooked, or are these people just that fucking stupid? And I'm telling you right now, if you, if you can hear my voice, we have a little less than a year before the next election cycle rolls around. If we... Do not fix shit in this country. It's not going to get any better. I don't know that electing Trump and having a full Republican House and a full Republican Senate is going to fix anything. I don't know that. I can't say that that's the answer to all our problems. But I can tell you what isn't is the shit we have right now. <laughs> and, I, and I'm seriously contemplating. And I know this is stupid. And if you know me personally, you might be like, oh, God, here he goes. But I'm seriously contemplating, possibly, if on this next election cycle, if we don't get shit fixed in 2024, I'm seriously thinking about running for something. I'm seriously thinking about it. I'll only be 50, 
52, 53 years old. I'm relatively young. But the Congress, the Senate needs people like us, like me, like you. Whether you're a man, woman, white, black, I don't care. As long as you're an American citizen and you're an American citizen. I guess I'm pounding too much. I'm knocking shit off. Then it doesn't matter. We have got to fix this country. So donate to my campaign. Go to the Detox store. Buy a t-shirt. And uh, if you want to follow us on social media, we're Don't Tread on America on uh, Facebook, Instagram, True Social, and the Ticker Talker. And uh, Detom underscore 1775 on the Twitter machine. Twitter X machine, I should say. And uh, we are DontTreadOnAmerica.com. We have the website. Check us out. Whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, guys, please make sure you share this show. You follow. And like I said, if you're on Apple, Spotify, you can drop a little five-star on there and help a brother out. If you want to give me a review, that would be great, too. That actually helps just as much, if not more so, than the five-star. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all I got. Sorry I got a little animated there and was pounding a little bit. But I, I just hope... And pray that you guys are as pissed off as I am. And it, uh, we can fix this shit. So, anyways, with that being said, guys, you have a fantastic day, and I'll talk to you again on Sunday. <laughs>